Welcome to This Youth Generation, working to improve the quality of life for youth in our community. I'm your host, Dion D. Price, author and youth life skills coach. I'm looking forward to engaging you on the topic of critical issues concerning today's youth generation by way of informative edutainment through storytelling, discussions, and interviews. If you're a parent, educator, or youth worker, this program will be a valuable resource for you. Let's get to it. Dion Price, This Youth Generation, Life of a Youth Worker. This podcast episode is based on a column that's focused on attentive and inquisitive parenting. This is part two of a four-part series on inquisitive parenting with a panel discussion. Mm-hmm. This is Dwayne, parenting style from your parents? Yeah, so... um. I also was raised in a single parent household, um, very strong black woman, um, kind of like, you know, the 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 father <laughs> and the mother uh, in the house. My mom, she uh, didn't take any uh, extra stuff. And so um, what I want to say is I believe I've incorporated that same old school style of parenting with a little touch of trying to be more of a communicator. Like with my daughter, I have to really sit down and and talk with her and um, make myself available and be open for her. Um, My sons, (laughs) they don't listen. Um, uh, You know, you have to, you know, consistently um, say the same thing over and over and over. And so, but it's still a, you know, a form of communication. So I would say definitely um, a big page out of my mom's way of doing it um, with a little bit more communicating because my mom would just say it and, and, and that's it. You know, you heard that's that's the law. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's it. A little bit of both. Ms. Lita. You know, my parents were really strict. My dad was, it didn't help that he was in the military. So, um, um, and then both my parents are immigrants, but the one word that I understood was no. Um, No, I couldn't go to the movies with my friends. No, I couldn't sleep over. No, I couldn't go to the dance. No, I couldn't spend the night. I couldn't do a lot of those things. And you know, I understand that, you know, it probably was a cultural thing, but with the no, I never got an understanding as to, well, why not? I learned the hard way. My first couple of years of college, you know, I was a little like, oh, okay, that's why I wasn't supposed to do that. Oops. Right. So they say that sometimes the experience is the best teacher. So with my daughter coming up, I, I didn't try to be as strict as my parents were, but I really try to, like Dwayne said, really communicate with my daughter, Tr- try to get an understanding. And like, if she had friends that she wanted to hang out with, I didn't have a problem with it, but I want to meet your friends. Oh, you're going to go spend the night. I got to meet your parent. Right. I, I want to see where you're going. Um, so-and-so is coming to pick you up. I want to know who it is and I'm going to need phone numbers. Um, and then when we would have our talks about, you know, why I didn't want her doing certain things, I would explain to her why, you know. Um, but for the most part, you know, I 
I think what I took from my parents' parenting style is just the need to communicate and get establish an understanding with her. Yeah. They're, they're a lot more uh, demanding and, and expect answers now in this generation. Yep. There you go, Mike. Hey, good to see you, bro. Good. Yeah, I, th I think in, in my particular case, I was, uh, my mom wasn't, uh, I had mom and dad, and my dad was in the Navy in the military, but he didn't want to run the household like the military. He was sort of anti-military at the house, more or less, you know? Uh, you would think he'd be, the house would be more military. My mom was more like a military sergeant, and uh, my dad was actually, you know, he wanted a more laid-back type of issue, you know? Uh, so then my corporate, in me, I incorporated a little bit of both, you know? That's why I generally tried to deflect the issue as a me, a me issue or my kids issue, I would deflect on whatever the source of the problem was. You know, it wasn't me against them or they yeah. did this or I did that. It was this other thing that's the yeah. problem. Let's get that removed and get that handled. And then yeah. it's not you, it ain't me. It's this other thing or these other people. Yeah, you know? attack the problem, not the person. Right, exactly. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Next question. Is there a time when you as a parent realize that this was possibly doing too much or too controlling. I know I did because I was a little different raising boys. I have three boys and a, and, and a, and a girl. I was a little bit too much with, with my daughter. Her first concert, she would go to the mall. I have her thinking she was going to the mall, but I was there. I was there. She thought she was there by herself. Hey, I think I saw you there. Her first concert was Usher. I remember like 16. Remember that? I, I bought some Usher tickets and I saw I was supposed to drop her off in a friend and I went and bought a ticket. Bought a ticket. She didn't know. I wouldn't let her go in. But I went and bought a ticket and uh and, and, and moseyed along. And uh, one of her friends busted me again. <laughs> your dad down there. And uh, it was kind of embarrassing for her. And I'm wondering what I've done that with my son. And the answer is no. So that made me believe that she's going to start lying to me because I don't trust her judgment. I, wanna, I didn't want to push her far. So I, I realized I was doing too much. And uh, what do you think? Have you had any any incidents in your in your parenting where you thought maybe it was too much? Who would like to uh, approach that one? I got one. Okay. Uh, one time, uh, I think my son was mine at maybe 12, 12 or 13 or something like that. And I was on him about something. I forget what I was on him about. I don't know. But as I as I passed by his room or something, I heard him in there saying, it's just too much pressure. This is just too much pressure. And I, I thought to myself, I, I, I kept going. I heard it. And I was like, wow, and I walked outside and I thought about it. And I thought about it. I said, man, am I just, am I just, am I just, too, is it too much? Am I asking too much from this, from well, him? Man. You know, I, and I kept going too much pressure. And I thought to myself, hell no. And I, went, I went back. I went back in his room and turned it up. And, and told him, I said, "You want to see some pressure? You ain't seen no pressure." Yeah, you're a black man. Right? Yeah. Gonna, get, gonna get worse than that. That's what I told him. I said, "I said, I said, you're a black man. You this is just getting started." You know, I said, "I don't. I said, I don't want to hear about no too much pressure. I don't hear it." And uh, I met, I told him, and I said, "I don't want to hear that. You're gonna do what we told you to do, and you're gonna do it like we said to do it, and that's it. Period." Now, with my wow. girls, I tend to be more like everybody else said, talk to them a little bit more about a situation. But in his particular case, I just said, no, he was, I don't know where he saw it on TV. 
maybe one of his buddies oh. did that and it changed everything, right? But I thought to myself, wait a minute, he ain't got half the pressure I had when I was coming up. I got one. So uh same thing. It's you <laughs> my daughter. Um so you know, being you know, being a little older and and, and kind of having a an old school, you know, way about doing things, I believe um that a young man, if, especially if, if he likes your daughter, that he should approach you, right? Shake your hand like a man, look you in the eye um and 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 be who he is it, i mean just but but the act of uh standing in front of me shaking my hand and you know let me know who you are of course you know i might have questions and and you know like try to figure out what your intentions are and and my daughter she she said we're talking and i said okay can you tell me what you mean by that because we 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 would either be like either dating or you know boyfriend girlfriend or something like that but the the definition was a little different because this is like this pre-dating stage where you're talking to this person to kind of see if you want to date them or i i'm not sure so um you know i i kept really pushing the issue because you know, if you're going to be dating this guy, like, I think it would be nice for, you know, for me to meet him and, you know, for him to come over, I need to see who he is. And, and, um, and, and my daughter was like saying, you know, dad, you know, you always, you do too much, you do too much. And so that's why, um, you know, I, I don't really didn't want to bring my, my friend over or this and that, cause we're just friends and we're only talking. And, um, doing too much. <laughs> I think, you know, I, <laughs> I think, you know, cause all of my kids say that, of course, because like you said, when you do question them and, and you're asking them, for, you know, for answers for things, um, they have to be accountable. So they're going to always say you're doing too much. Um, but I think the backfire of that is um, when your child feels like you're going to embarrass them or you're going to do what you normally do anyway, because it's quite all right with you, but it embarrasses them. Um, they tend to try to sneak and hide and stuff like that. So, so Ms. Arlette and, and Ms. Lita, you, I wanted to give you an opportunity to, to follow up on that one question about is a time when you were doing too much and, and uh, what kind of adjustments you may have made, if any. I, um, I recall when um, it was prom time and uh, my daughter was being asked to the prom, but she went to Berkeley High. So she was being asked to go to prom at Vallejo High. Um, and of course, um, I didn't know this person. She didn't know this person. He just randomly hit her on Facebook and said, you know, hey, do you want to go to the prom with me? Just kind of out, out the blue. So telling Mike about it um, and, and being from Vallejo, he, uh, he took it upon himself to figure out or find out who this person right. was and <laughs> knowing his family and the background that he comes from he was like no <laughs> so i mean it may have been I, she didn't she was upset about that because she was like well you know she was looking at oh it's prom somebody asked me you know the limo the dress the whole nine i'm like you're a junior he's a senior not that there's anything wrong with the grade difference, but you don't know this person, you know, and 
I, I wouldn't feel comfortable knowing that you went to prom with someone that doesn't even know you. You didn't even go to school with this person when you were going to school in Vallejo. So um, that was a definite no. She was upset for a while, but um, I think later on she understood and she's fine. Yeah, they, they do recover. They do recover from our bad, from our parents. <laughs> right. Yeah, thank you for that. Ms. Arlette, you have a... Um, well, there are certain people who tell me that I do too much for my son, but like who? I'm I'm the I'm the controlling type of individual, so I always look at the situation and try to um try to prevent certain things from okay. happening when I know it's going to happen. So I tend to give my son, I guess, a little bit more um advice than than he would like to hear but um for example um you know my son has a horrible driving record he's totaled three cars in the last three years um he just had really bad driving habits and so i try and you know kind of explain to him what the circumstances are every time he makes a bad decision to get behind the wheel and do something you know ridiculous but it always seems like if when he doesn't listen to me, he finds himself in a predicament. I'm the first one he calls. So I'm the one who has, has to resolve everything. And I've been told, even from his father, it's like you're going to have to just let him fall. Mm -hmm. But as a mother, that's that's challenging. I, yeah. You know, it's, it's it difficult is. for a mom just to allow her child to just fall without kind of being there to try and you know, yeah. make that fall a little softer or prevent yeah. the fall at all. And so, like I said, I'm, I'm the type of person that takes control of situations. So um, I can tend to do a little bit too much yeah. for him. Someone wise one told me it's better, it's better to be doing too much than too little. And, and you're right. getting too little. Look at the consequences that all in these examples would have, would have made, you know, right. so, uh, it just scares me that this generation and the consequences that they have to suffer as opposed to us, they're harsher. They're much harsher. If he getting pulled over now, it could be deadly, right? So we can't, their consequences, we can't let them suffer their consequences because they may not survive. That's unfortunately where we live now. Um, that's a tough one. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If you enjoyed this program, download the podcast or subscribe to the channel. We appreciate your support.